Hey, Murph here. I'm a former heroin addict and current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years now, and enlightened by my special guests. And oh boy, I shit you not. Today, my guest is the specialist guest joining me that I could ever ask for in this life or any other. She's a comedy writer, performer, filmmaker, designer. She does it all, folks, including the graphics for this fine program right here. She also makes Functionally Dead, a monthly leftist comedy zine with some dynamite collaborators. Please welcome to the program, my wife, Diana Kolsky. Yes, 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 settle, folks. Thank you. Wow, you really read my um, intro the way I wanted, even with my wife. The way you wrote it out, I said, it's time to bring Borat back. How are you? Um, I'm good. I think you have a fluff ball in your mustache. Great call. I just looked over. Now, see, it's the mirror image. Other side. Uh, There it is. There you go. No. Hmm. There. All right. That was a living creature. For our listeners, Murph had a creature. Thank you, dear. um, I'm really glad to be here. We're back. We're, We're back, back, baby. You look and sound phenomenal. This is the maiden voyage now of Weekly Dose. Week one, dose. Dose. Into it. Week one, dose. Hopefully. Dose. Hopefully, we don't have any side effects. Uh, I had two other puns, but I'm punting them. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> I, sneak them in later, and I'll see if I can uh, spot them, and I'll go. Okay, great. Pun. Great. Good call. I'm going to back pocket those, those, those dose cool. puns. You know, listen, we're jam-packed here in this program. We got segments we're going to be flying through to keep things fast and yes. loose. Uh, you know, listeners of, of the uh, Murph Myers self-medicated podcast, that was more of a scripted memoir uh, storytelling style, you know, type of jam. This is a whole different uh, beast, even though it's under the same umbrella, on the same goddamn feed, for that matter. I feel like that kind of set the tone. It was like, who's Murph? Why is he on drugs? And now you can, like, have a fun little I think You know what? Long. That's a good point. So if you, if you haven't listened, you know, maybe you go back, because you might be listening to this, and you might go... Eh, I'm good on this. But before you just completely bail, you want to know who the hell I am and uh, and why I'm, why I'm on drugs. And what's in your mind? Hey, hey, and it might be some kind of substance. A substance was released and then it just crawled away. It hit the desk and scuttled away. Um, yeah, so we got some segments here. This is a little more of a, of a fast and loose, fun time, uh, you know, radio program, if you will. And uh, let's uh, dive right into it. I'm excited to have my my, my guest joining me. I'll, I'll, I'll be joined by a different special guest every Episode, but as I said, none specialer than the Lauda in the nursery closet. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Murph set me up in the closet here, and I'm a fun time Charlene. Ooh, I'm ready all to right. rock. Uh, well, then let's dive into it uh, with our first segment. It's the Substance Report. This is the question. Do junkies' lives matter? Is that Geraldo? That is Geraldo Rivera himself. Absolutely, yes. None other. <laughs> you know, he asks Love the difficult it. questions. He always has throughout his career. Uh, Geraldo will not will not settle for anything less. Um, so you know we all know the mainstream media's uh, narrative on substance use is is complete trash. So you know we're going to take a look at the top drug related stories in the news, you and me, and we're going to give them some proper coverage. So this is one this is one of the tops. This is this is this one's uh, you know been flying around. You might have heard about it a couple of weeks. Let's get those takes uh, ramped up, and uh, uh, we'll take a look at this. Article. This one's from Fox News, uh, but again, this was all over the goddamn place. Uh, the uh, the headline says, "Amid fentanyl crisis, parents urge to warn kids about Halloween treats in disguise. They think it's candy." The Drug Enforcement Administration says that cartels <laughs> are targeting children and young people with rainbow fentanyl. <laughs> Uh, what I like about this, uh, is the combination of like panics layered. It's a layered panic. Yes. yes, Like there's the fent panic. Like if you touch it or see it, you're going to drop dead and everyone within like a 20 mile radius will drop dead. And then there's the like age old, like, you know, we grew up with like your Halloween candy is like laced with drugs, filled with razor blades. Like just, you know, that's not even candy. That's just like a bottle of poison. So this is like a nice. Little like um, collab, I'd say it's a panic collab, and I'm here it, for it, it. Hell yeah, it is. It is a bit of a you know, it's it's kind of all it's all coming together. 
uh, at this point. You know what I mean? It, it, it's all coming to a head. The snake's eating the, the tail, and uh, the tail's uh, filled with fentanyl. So I, I think we are seeing it come full circle here. This is the old razor blade situation. Um, yes. And what's and funny, you know, too, is um, really quickly, obviously with the Halloween, um, like, the uh, uh, fear-mongering, that's always been that there's, like... Um, there's like uh, um, somebody's trying to hurt you. You know, there's like malice intended. Whereas sure. the fentanyl thing, my understanding is it's just a cheaper opioid. So it like flooded the market and like got into stuff because everybody's cutting corners because everything's like, you know, illegal and fucked up and coming from God knows where I'm being cut with God knows what. So this is funny, too, that people are like trying to murder your children because that doesn't even like track with the fentanyl situation. No, no, not in the slightest. Um, you're right. It's it's so so the rainbow fentanyl thing to begin with. So the fact that this is even assumed that it would be you know uh, uh, marketed towards children uh, to children or whatever is bizarre because of course you know drugs have been branded just like any any other goddamn thing for you know this is nothing new in terms of I, I've bought drugs that were all sorts of of uh, pardon uh, that were all sorts of of different colors and. Shapes and everything else. I think of ecstasy as a club drug, party drug. There's a lot of, you know, different stamps and different different looks on, on those pills. Oh, yeah. There were like the green Nikes yes. and there was like the clovers and the happy faces yep, yep. and like. And yeah, they said this shit. The 90s, then. the early you know, that, 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 that was the, That was the kind of thing that is, oh, my gosh, for the children. But what's interesting is, like you just said, the, the, none, none of this tracks in terms of the evil cartels. I'm like, the cartels are, are, are ruthless capitalists. They're, they're, they're in, in business to, to make money, as, as everyone is who is is making money. So it's, none of this makes sense that you're just like, oh, and, the, and there's also just, you know, again, did you reach the level because you're working outside the boundaries of what's uh, acceptable, uh, you know, what an acceptable racket is, right. that maybe you lose a little humanity at some point, and you're, you know, you get a little ruthless. But again, not to just seek out children and target them in a way that just seems like this. Well, and this isn't even, this is candy too. So this would be like you knock on somebody's door at like a house, an apartment, a Mm -hmm, shop, mm -hmm. and (laughs) you'd go in and they'd say, here kids. And they'd hand you. Yeah. They fling a couple of loose, loose, uh, loose, like green things. And they say, oh, those are Skittles. Don't worry. And they're just flying into your, your kids' mouths. No, they're apparently rainbow according to the subtitle too, which is like so psycho too, because a, if kids are little enough, they eat sand. Sure. So it's not about like yep. what it looks like. And if they're big enough, they would eat like Benadryl because it's hot pink. So this idea that like I, people are going out of their way to make like kid friendly yeah. looking fentanyl and then handing it out in public on, Halloween, on the yeah. holiday is it's just kind really, of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if they're giving away fentanyl, I'm trick or treating. Ooh, okay. That's a trick and a treat going on. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just and just you know, just let me know. We got our we got our Fent testing strips. Now you got to test your you know your candy for which you don't because uh, this is all nonsense. But you have to test your Snickers for. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you have to test your cocaine, obviously. Well, of you course, know? yes, yes. You yes. have to test your uh, heroin, but you don't have to test did your, your folks because I had a, I had a buddy uh, I had a buddy growing up whose whose folks test they they did. They bought into the razor blades situation, and they they would open his. Oh, they candy. inspected. They inspect. Yeah. Oh, interesting. My parents didn't open my candy. They probably did that like due diligence bare minimum. Where we used to like trick or treat with like a pillowcase and just try sure. to fill it. We were like sugar addicts, and I think they'd like kind of paw through it and be like, "Nope, <laughs> no handgun. Like, no, like." huge razor blade dangling out of they were not opening like the no 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 i anything. also like the loaded pistol move because that's just kind of like balls in your court you know you're not you're not poisoned <laughs> uh you can make the decision there where you're just like all right all right kid now you have a loaded weapon now let's see what you do with it um yeah, yeah go, th- this, go do a school shooting i mean that's crazy and that is like on par with this headline it really is uh and i think the last layer of this that's just always so interesting to me that 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 it's just seen come up so often with fentanyl because this pre-Halloween, I should have seen it coming because this rainbow fentanyl stuff was already whipping into a hysteria a couple of months ago. And so it's perfect for Halloween, uh, you know, uh, um, Halloween shenanigans and, and, and wives tales and whatnot. But I feel like the, 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 the general like gist of, of what this is and how they justify this. So the new director of the DEA, 
It's this woman who, who's been making the rounds on, on a lot of the morning shows and everything else. So I, I've had an eye on her. She's like allegedly like a great communications person. She came to this because she was like, I am a very pragmatic and, you know, whatever. And I don't look like one of those grizzled old like cops and everyone's like, you know, defund the police. So, you know, we'll, we'll put a face on this, you know, the classic Biden administration move. Um, just get like like a badass, like third right. grade looking teacher, you know, to come in and just be like, I'm going to tell people what the deal is. Uh, but this woman's like, it, it, because she, you know, it, it, we've reached a level where this is so silly. It's difficult. That's a, you know, I, I don't, uh, you know, cry me a river, but her gig is not easy to have to stare no, down because, the barrel. Especially in an interview, because that doesn't, that doesn't like do well past one question. Like you nope. can, of course, write an article and it's total bullshit, but nobody's like on the other side of that that you have to contend with. Like you're on a morning show and you're like, watch out, your kid's Halloween candy might be full of rainbow fentanyl. And one person says, Why? wait, you think neighbors are handing out fentanyl and then you just sit and stare and you're like good thing i'm being paid a lot of money yes it's uh it's funny that you mentioned that in in specifically because she was on the uh the cbs morning show i saw i was watching a clip of her with uh with uh, you know gail what's her name uh uh, her name is milligan something milligan let me look here her name is milligan uh, milligan that's interesting yeah I would bring her up. Uh, I have a, a, a clip, but well, well, I'm not going to be fumbling. Okay, but we'll look right. at it later. We'll, we'll, I'll bring it to you. Love to love that. Yeah, she's. A, but it's funny because they literally, and this is a softball. Now, this is this is this is a morning show crew. This is the, right. the, the, that Dave dude and and Gail and 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 the and the whole crew, uh, and they're trying to be like, let's give this reverence, and this is whatever whatever you say goes. Like we're not questioning anything, of course. But even just a casual response to something when someone goes, oh, yeah, and the, the, the cartel's doing this. This guy was like, and so, you know, we're just thinking like, what, why? So what do you think the motivation? Like, like almost yeah. being like this doesn't totally track. Like, are we missing something? Is, why would they just be killing potential customers? They're trying to get them hooked. But this is a very deadly drug. So just hooked enough, but not dead. But you're like, what, what exactly are we are we saying here with kids? You're trying to hook like second grade. No, like. I mean, honestly, this ends in like, what's the motivation? They're like, those damn kids were on my lawn. Like, there's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the cartels are, are have turned into. Yeah, have turned into uh, George Wilson. And they're all the Den- Dennis, the menaces running around. They're all just like yeah. Walter Matthau. Yeah, that makes no sense. No, the rainbow fence, uh, you know, you got to be testing everything anyway when you're out there using drugs. But if you're eating candy. You're good to eat candy. This is a, this is a nothing but nonsense, and uh, but I do enjoy a good uh, a good Halloween, a good Hollow's Eve tale. Of yes, suspense. it's a scary story. Oh, oh, the foulest stench is in the air. The fentanyl analogs of a thousand years. Oh, oh. my! I tried to do one of my puns. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, whip. pun. <laughs> I don't. Uh, get, I what whip. was the pun? No, I whiffed it. It was like, it was like, uh, oh, don't like, you know, have side effects from the weekly dose or I was trying. Yeah, but what was this pun? You already did that one. Nah, nah, nah. I tried to shoehorn. It turned into a mush, a mush bowl. Do you know what a pun is? Uh, It's like punt, like punting kind of, right? Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll talk later. Sure. Kick those words around. Just kicking them around in my mouth. Um, All right. Well, you know, the substance report. That one was an easy one. Didn't have to go too many layers deep because it was just a hot pile. Started of, with a softball. Hot pile of shite. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's uh, slip into our, our our next segment here, and I'll tell you. You know, we're gonna stick around on uh, on the Halloween th- uh, theme here, the spookiness of it all, because it is into almost it. Halloween. Yes, I know. You thought you might like that. This is the holiday of our my favorite. Fans. This is our our our. I would have dressed up if you had told me this was the Halloween episode. I know I should have, uh, and then I could have I could have slipped you some some rainbow fent. Um, all right, so listeners love a costume. They sure do. They sure do, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so this this uh, this next segment is uh, you know we're both children of the eighties, um, and uh, I feel like the mid eighties to early nineties is truly the golden age of the anti drug PSA. Some of the best are out there. Of course, everybody knows the brain on drugs, classic egg shit. Uh, I learned it from watching you. We know those. But there is a deep catalog, and uh, I love to trot them out all over the place. Uh, And, you know, to me growing up, PSA in the 80s meant propaganda, stigma, and ALF. Losers are users, so don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. Ah! 
apparently it's a it's a public service announcement. Uh, oh, no, yeah, very yeah, clever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see what you did sure. there. Alf for the eighties acronym yes. PSA. Yes, very cool. You got it. Um, so this number here is uh, someone you know. I, I believe you you appreciate his work very much, but uh, be prepared to to have him take a to get taken down a peg. <laughs> okay, uh, never meet your heroes, is, folks. Yeah, don't ever meet your heroes in a in an anti drug PSA from the eighties because uh, this is what's going to happen. Hi, my name is Danny Elfman, and I'm from the group Oingo Boingo. Often people come up to me after a show and they say, what kind of drugs do you use up there, man? It must be pretty strong. And I go, you're absolutely right. I'd like to share that with you now because the drug is a very, very powerful one. Best of all, it's non-addictive, it won't kill you, and it's free. It's called adrenaline. You can use it too. You know where you get it? Right here. Try it. It's the only safe one. I push in on on the show. First of all, he's on... So many drugs. <laughs> he's on, yeah, he's that. on like like high levels of DMT. He he has he has gone through ego death. He has yes. reached multiple yes. past the machine elves. Past, he, yeah, he's he's on another another plane. Yeah, I want whatever he recorded that PSA on because he looked yep. so zooted. His eyes are insane. Mm-hmm. His yes. hair is like vibrating. <laughs> His hair was moving. His hair somehow defied the standard definition <laughs> of the time. It shot in four three. It felt like it was like. Like uh, like 4K, his hair just came alive. Hair was in 4K. Innovator. <laughs> Elfman's an innovator. You know he is. Uh, yeah, so great, you know, great uh, composer, of course, you know, uh, working with Burton and, and a lot of the spookiness uh, and so many yeah. other uh, collaborations, but of course our faves, some of our faves, Edward Scissorhands and whatnot. But, you know, just yeah. this is just strange. It's just a strange, it's a strange intensity that no one directed him to say, is there any other, like, speed is there any other thing here we can do this just is like some of the stuff they just felt like they rolled like all right we got elfman for you know an hour let's just get a couple takes down obviously psas are just anti-drug psas are just lame like by definition so i don't want to defend this but Mm -hmm. this is i would say this is weird not necessarily bad because some i feel like are really like don't do this like prescriptive, like punitive feeling like you're going to fucking die. This one, he's just like celebrating clarity, you know, yes. and like, which, I, which don't, are, yeah. I don't hate that. Like, I would be like, oh, yeah, there's times for drugs and times not. And if you feel like really great on stage, like not on drugs, which um, <laughs> judging by his behavior there, I'm not sure is true, <laughs> but like I'm actually down with the natural high, like more than I sure. am. I like saying natural high good rather than drugs bad is my point. Yes, yes. Uh, you're a lady of nuance, which not too many people are. Wow, uh, thank you. Be, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, hey, hey. Nah, nah, nah. Hey. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, like it feels like a positive reinforcement. I think it's, I think it's, to, I think all, of the, I think you're actually very correct. The, the reason, yeah, the reason I played this was not because it was one of the more sensational, you know, nonsense, uh, hard, uh, you know, hard shame ones it was it was the weirdness of course of it um because he does say fact i mean the facts of the facts is it was was the safest wasn't that what he ended on it was basically just like this one's the safest man this one up here like you know being like like, yeah if you just you're not gonna overdose on your own adrenaline unless you're I mean, he might. He came close. He edged. He was edging towards the end of that spot. He looks like he's about to pop his top. But he needed some Narcan. He needed a a spritz of Narcan after that (laughs) commercial. Yeah, he had some uh, rainbow candy for Halloween for sure. (laughs) No, he. um, I had a friend in high school, which I won't say his name. I don't know why, but I feel weird about saying names on pods. But he. um, That's great. He was a total drug addict. Still is like high as a kite all the time, and he was really into fish probably still is and i remember him going sober to fish shows this is like very funny for a lot of reasons because he like liked the feeling the energy of the crowd and the music without like dulling that with drugs which is funny because i like wasn't always fucked up but i was definitely fucked up at fish shows you know that was like my mushroom time so i thought that was funny but i do think there's something to be said for just like the power of the mind and experiencing something inspiring, yep. creative, the collective, the collective is like, if you sing ever in a huge group of people, you feel high, even if you're not like, that's why I'm kind of down with this. But I will say 
if I had to say what this was, it was weird. Yes, it was definitely weird. Um, I think you're trying to get me to go to that that uh, that Baptist church uh, on Sunday. Is that what you're doing with the like, you know, you come in, you get high, you just yes. everyone's singing and yes. yeah, you've been I, trying to sound I, um, I recently looked up a church on the corner where we live and was talking about going because I thought it'd be fun to like sing and like, uh, you know, like know people in our community. But I got like halfway down the first page of the website and realized it was just one of those really crazy ones. <laughs> That was yeah, like, yeah. if you don't follow these rules, you're going to burn in hell forever. Whereas I thought it might be more like a, let's sing and. Well, hippy dippy, let's kiss the trees. And, yeah, make a little magic yeah. here on earth. Like potato, potato, Jesus, nature, right. whatever. It was not that. Let's just put on some, some, some fucking, some classic Elfman tunes and just sober and just let it ride. Let it ride. I will say, uh, at, like, um. For all the Halloweeners out there, that Edward Scissorhands soundtrack is so amazing. It's funny, like, obviously this was made 300 years ago, so he's like, sure. of Oingo yeah. Boingo. But, like, you know, <laughs> I know him as a composer of, like, a lot of great stuff. And that soundtrack yes. is beautiful. Instrumental, you just put it on, man. You, you know, you just put it on in the background. It just, it takes you to a place. It works for Halloween and Christmas, too. Yeah, it, yeah, it has the Halloween, Christmas. Yeah, it, it rides right into Christmas. It sure it's does. It's Winona uh, in yeah, the it, snow. It's I don't have hands. Oh, I have scissor beauty. hands. That's in the title. It's cool. The hands were scissors. Uh, <laughs> spoiler. Um, yeah, I'm sober. I, I, I'm so sober. Yeah, everyone on the set of that film was sober. Uh, <laughs> what if he had hands very... that weren't hands? I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Vincent Price is just bumping lines. Yeah, I think uh, I think that 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 like we do know creative people uh, like that. I also won't mention names, just, even if they're sober or they're you know no no need to drag someone's name into a program uh, without their consent. But you know Certainly we know people not who are a very sober. Sally, Lord no, um, no, I wouldn't want to out somebody for that. But you know that's the we know people like that too. So I think you know of course obviously everything is its own. I think you're right that I'll give Elfman the I should I spoke too soon. I shouldn't have said he he'll be knocked down a peg or two. Uh, because if you're going to do them, make them no, weird. No, I hear so at least you. He, he participated in some fucking government propaganda. L.A. County Sheriff, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's that, bullshit. Some... That, that's ACAB. Come on, Elfman. Like, I'm with you that he has knocked down a peg. I just meant in the genre of PSAs, there's stuff that's like you use once, you drop dead, you drop out of college or third grade or whatever they're sure. saying. And everything's bad. And it's like really negative and really not like based in any factual information and he was just like i'm high on life and i'm like all right you're a liar but great yeah your foot yeah your 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 pupils are dinner plates and you're sweating bullets my friend uh if that's just your own brain and your own adrenaline then oh i uh i don't know how you get through the day to day man um just that creative can't be that you know a genius and also just not be like actually just high 24 7 uh, from your own juices. Stewing in his own goddamn juices. Elf uh, juice. All right, well, thanks. Elf Juice. Uh, thank you so much to Elf Juice for giving us that little uh, that little number. Um, you love to see I it. I think we have some, we have some uh, I don't know if there's any tricks or treats in here. So I don't know if we're continuing the Halloween theme or if, or if, or if it ends with Elfman. Um, but we, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to um, get into our next segment because this is, very exciting that I, in fact, got some uh, some listener voicemails coming in. Uh, you know, as 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 you know, speaking to you, uh, Diana, um, as my first guest here, I uh, was managed to procure as the, your first the, uh, wife, telephone, as my first wife, uh, my wife. Uh, I, I, I got my hands on. <laughs> I got my hands on four four three MK Ultra, uh, the telephone number. Coveted so, uh, digits. Coveted. I had to uh, uh, diddle, fiddle, faddles, uh, and snaddle a little bit for that one. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, the snaddling was tough, but I got it. <laughs> uh, and so now we are set up uh, to uh, dive into uh, listeners untapped. You have reached four, four, three, MK Ultra. People call in, and uh, you know if you're if you're if you're watching this program, you're listening. The uh, number again is four four three MK Ultra, uh, and uh, yes, that is the uh, you know of course the CIA's classic uh, mind control program where they just unwittingly dosed you know a shit ton of Americans with LSD and you know did their little little puppeteering. Um, but now it's a, it's it's the podcast number. 
They created Elfman. They created yes, lab. Elfman was Elfman was was came out of the MK Ultra. So I can't get over. No, he Elfman. looks like an MK. The raw energy, just like squirting out of that PSA, <laughs> he, was like intoxicating. He looks like if if like it reminds me of like so years later, like so the MK Ultra you know experiments are shut down and like this is the beginning of a horror movie. So kids years later are just like yo. This old like laboratory down, you know, in the in the in the marsh there. It's like you know that used to do MK Ultra experiments. Like you won't break in there. The kids break in and they hear like a scuttling and they hear someone coming out of the sh- and it's Elfman who's just been living in there and he's like, "Hi, I'm sober and I'm Elfman and I've been in this MK Ultra lab for and he's years. not even there. They're just high because they got candy that was yes. dosed with. It's coming full circle. Yeah, this is a great. This is a great. We'll we'll pitch that that horror film. Um. Okay, so people so, called yeah, you? Yeah, so apparently people called me. I'm pitching horror films. Uh, yeah, so people call, uh, and, and people should continue to call. So let's let's start with the very first caller of uh, of the uh, the Weekly Dose voicemail line at 443-MK-ULTRA. Uh, who do we have here? Hi, I'm a local attorney who's interested in harm reduction, and I was looking to uh, touch base and see if there's any way I can help. I can be reached at 570 Thank you. Bye. Um, so, okay. So he's, so he says a local at first, which I don't, you know, I was like, what, what could that be? But the five, seven Oh area code, this is, uh, this is from Pennsylvania, coal country, Northeastern Pennsylvania. Your old yeah, stopping. Right. Ground, my, I have yeah. a five, seven Oh area code on my phone. So a lawyer called your Nokia brick <laughs> and wants to know about, that's correct. Uh, and so, yeah, so I'm, I, I wanted to get Great. your opinion. What, what do you think? Cause you, you got to kind of, uh, you know, you, you got to unpack this a little because right. he's not totally clear as to what that means and what that could be. Is it a trap? I don't think it's a trap. I don't think so. Uh, it does sound to me. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Your uh, old neck of the woods, uh, the five seven O Luzerne County, it does have like kind of a little bit of an opioid crisis a little bit, going yep, on, right? Yep. It's one of the one of the red spots on the sure, map sure. for that. So I do wonder if this is somebody who's like maybe a little bit more progressive and um, just looking for some information because well, as a um, lawyer, that's maybe it may. Right. But if they have uh clients who are like getting busted for, you know, drug people- delivery resulting in death charges, like, yeah, all the, all the worst of the worst. Yes. Yeah. Where they, where people don't want to take their friends to the emergency room anymore because they think they'll be arrested because they were around when they were getting high. Like, there's all that kind of scary stuff going on. They're trying to make examples. So I could see a local lawyer who's, like, actually trying to avoid that really, like, punitive, life-crushing shit, um, maybe trying to touch base. Because um, even though you're a civilian, any kind of, like, notoriety, like, possibly could help, you sure, know, in a small sure. town. Be like, oh, this guy's gotten a little bit of press. He's talking about this. Like, what could we do? Could we? Uh... I don't know how harm reduction could help in the legal space. I mean, other than like policy changes. Yes. Though, you know, I mean, I know like how like it helps in the community. I mean, if, you, if, he's, if he's offering services to people who have been, you know, busted because, you know, unlike, uh, you know, the promised land here in, in Oregon, uh, where, you, where you're from, Measure 110, of course. Unlike that in PA, you know they're they're still they're still uh, really uh, we got busting like, stones. We got this. like Elf, yeah, we got like Elfman Esquire. Yeah. Not Elfman, <laughs> sorry, that's our lawyer, <laughs> and your lawyers are a little more like dipping. Sure, toe oh, we have like a, a we have like a a, a, a Doctor Oz Fetterman uh, hybrid uh, Esquire. Um, yeah, I so I, yes. so I think well, I mean I'm gonna write I'm gonna make a note to to call this uh, fella back because uh, I, I have the number there. I think it's cool you have a voicemail set up though. I think voicemails better than live callers for what you're doing because people can kind of just say what they want to say anonymously like, or, you know, have sure, some distance. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's cool. Um, I'm going to call. I'm going to call your ass and you're oh, not even going to know because I do voices so well. You do. You're going to be like. You do. Do your Popeye. Do your Popeye. Okay, here's where I reveal. Please do your Popeye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, guys, the joke in our house is that I can't do Popeye, if you didn't already guess. Murph has died from how bad no, that was. He's too left good, too the good. frame. Um, but here's where I reveal that I am that lawyer. Oh, interesting. So you you, you can do some voices. All right. Well, we have two other callers, uh, so let's, uh, let's see how good you really are. Hey, Murph. Okay. Uh, all right. 
I'm just going to jump in. Uh, I'm a 43-year-old gay dude, and, um, you know, I love to talk. Um, but I started taking anti-anxiety meds, <laughs> you know, right in the middle of the grand old... Wait, I think that was, I love to fuck, I believe. <laughs> I know, I just, I registered that yeah, like yeah, a yeah. minute late. and was like, Beautiful. oh dear, this is amazing. Okay, uh, all right. And, um, you know, I love to fuck. Um, <laughs> but I started taking anti-anxiety meds, you know, right in the middle of the grand old pandemic. And um, I've always had clinical depression as long as I can remember, but the anxiety was a nice little bonus. And um, I can't, like, my dick broke now. Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, what they call a soft top, which means, you know, I love to pound, and then I love to snuggle and nurture afterwards. Um, but I can't really deliver on the first part anymore because of these meds I'm taking. And the thing is, they're working really well for all my mental health issues, and I don't want to compromise that by, like, dipping around and experimenting with other things. So it seems like I'm being forced to choose between feeling confident and happy and not feeling anxious and freaked out all the time or like, you know, having a nice firm cock to shove into all of the many random dudes that I'd like to do that with. And I don't know, I don't know what to do. Um, and my doctors are not extra helpful. They're kind of just like, you know, oh, well, get a pump. <laughs> I did try Viagra and it had no effect. It's a real bummer. I'm talking like no effect. So anyway, I don't know what to do. Um, and I know you're not a gay dude, but you do have a dick. A nice one, actually. I've seen it. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, so hopefully you can relate and give me some tips. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Wait, I have Wait, tremendous. Questions. Hold on. Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, I do, I do, do you know who that is? I don't know who that, who that was. I couldn't tell from the voice. No, I kept being like, is this familiar? No. Is this familiar? No. Um, Thank you so much for the call. That's a great call. What I think, if I had to like label this, that's interesting, is this isn't about the stigma of drugs. This is about like the functionality of drugs. And yes, he said yes, it best. Yes. He's like, I'm forced to choose. And that is a bad situation to be in. But like, you can't have it all, dude. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th I think that the, the, the sad part about this is in terms of the, the, the type of, of drugs, if we're talking like, you know, it sounds like it's less of a recreational party time, which is unfortunate, right? I mean, there's the antidepressants and the anti-anxiety meds mixing. I yeah, that's the issue is like you would never be like, just don't take them and like, fuck. <laughs> I love that. Um, because uh, I don't think it is worth if you found something that's like really working for you, like yeah. your brain. I, you know, I everybody has to make their own call there. I would put brain above all. Yes, yes. You know, that's so, kind of so like the I. mothership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I do, I, you know, I've also done that. I've made poor decisions in, in terms of my drug use as a younger, and this is this is the uh, party time recreational. So I was making the choice to try to be like, oh, I want to do it all tonight and I'm going to be able to, you know, you know, s right. snort some of the, you know, I, I popped a Xanax earlier. I'm going to be able to, bang, you know, crush up this perk and bang that. And I've been drinking and I'll still be able to like, you know, uh, perform with this with this young lady at the end of the evening. Uh, and of course, you know, oftentimes that, that doesn't uh, happen, but again, that's like a, that's a party situation where now this is a tougher call to make where you're talking about daily medications. I also think it's an age thing. Like he said, he was 43. Like, I feel like when we were young, we could do it all. Like I yes. don't have a dick, but like I could like fucking, I could do like all the drugs and smoke all the cigarettes and like go to work on 30 yep. minutes of sleep and then do a show after. And then like, you know, like, yes. I feel like there's this boundless energy that could be, like, channeled into different areas of your life. And I feel like as you get older, that is not true. No. Like Drastically. So quickly and so drastically. Yeah, there's a chink in the armor. Untrue. Yeah. It's not even like when, a, it didn't feel for me like a, like a, like a, like a subtle or like a, like a gradual process at all. It felt like no, truly just, just off the off. cliff. Yeah. No, it's literally like the cheeseburger that broke the whatever's back for me like i i mean i just used to eat garbage like everything and i just nothing like really affected me physically like i never felt limited in any capacity with like energy or exercise or sex or anything and then you get older and you start you realize everything's kind of a trade-off you know yep. yeah um well yeah so i mean that that kind of is you know age is the uh you know father time and uh mother earth and 
Uncle That's Goose. That's such a sad it? answer. I want to be like, here's how you can live your well, best life, but it's kind of like you can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say maybe like again, you know, you're 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 on the substance train. You're trying to find a cocktail uh, that, that that works for you. Uh, there's other there's other. Well, I don't want to sound too much like a doctor, like like this gentleman's doctors, uh, but like because that lawyer is coming for your ass. That law- yeah, we got lawyers, we got doctors talking about. I'm uh, a doctor. Pumps and, uh, hello, I'm a doctor lawyer. Um, yes, pumps I, but, but, don't work either. Like, well, I was just gonna I say pumps. Doctor, pumps are laughable. Uh, I think um, those are bad. Pills, pills. There's better pills than Viagra for some. Some people Viagra's worked for for a long time, but there's other shit out there. Maybe you want to maybe experiment with other uh, other. Uh, boner pills. Um, Wait, but yeah. are we doing a hymns ad? Are we doing a hymns ad? This is on the, the best on air read. This is the slowest roll <laughs> of an on air read. <clears throat> oh, I get this package. It has no markings on it. Sent to my P.O. box. It's hymns. Hello, hymns. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think that that you're you're right. You hit it with the age thing. And look, we don't have to be too too um, too. You know, uh, uh, what is it? Not morose. Too too. What are we just like we're old and dying too sad sacky? What is it called? You're uh, reality. It's called reality. There's just too much reality. We don't need to. We don't need to trot out too much reality. Uh, but I agree that there's some stuff with age there. Uh, but I would try. My go-to would be to try d- more different drugs. Uh, but that you know that's that's my move. But I, you know might not work for everybody. Uh, but thank you so much for the for the dynamite call there. That thank was you a for great sharing. call, and That's I'm never the... gonna say fuck the same way again. <laughs> I know it's gonna be like uh, like uh, like uh, what's his name uh, with uh, um, uh, Cola yes Cola Scola oh, yeah. on uh, difficult people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he made the word ass uh, like 15 syllables, and it was incredible. Somehow, somehow drew that out, uh, and now we've got uh, we've got fucking ass um, to be able to draw out. Into those That's syllables. all you uh, need. That's all. All you, all you need is an ass to fuck. Uh, and, uh, uh, that's... <laughs> also, I, I'm curious. I, what's funny is, I don't know, this of course says about my, my own uh, you know, behavior over the years, but when someone says randomly that I, I do not know, says, oh, I, I, I've seen your, your penis, I couldn't, I couldn't even go, oh, that was probably from this, or that was, you know what I mean? There's been enough, like, I was thinking rock the stage show. shows. And, sure. Oh yeah, yeah no, t- you're yeah, right. right. There's been a lot of times, but your dick was on TV, which was probably the the like widest audience. So that was my first sure. thought. But I hear you that it, that could just be like a night in Philadelphia. One night in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> your dick was out. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Um, uh, all right. Well, moving on. Uh, we have one more. <laughs> we do have one more. Uh, we'll, we'll try to see who's uh, who's going to top that. How you gonna top that? Uh, How you really gonna go and top that? <laughs> this is Halloween. Yo, Murph, looks like PCP ain't making a comeback like you said it would. You stupid asshole. Wait, wait all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, okay, that all was right. a bot. <laughs> that was definitely a bot, but let me play it again. I missed the beginning. Let me just see what this. Yo, Murph, looks like PCP ain't making a comeback like you said it would. You stupid asshole. Right, Ain't well. making a comeback. Okay, so somebody's PCP. saying that you claimed at huh. some point that PCP was making a comeback. This is like seeing your dick. Like you don't know when you claimed this. I don't know when I'm, <laughs> I. I probably when my dick was out. Probably when my dick. Was I'm out. always claim. I'm always I'm claiming like, PCP's making PCP's. a comeback. <laughs> That's that was my that was my code. That was my uh, innuendo for when I'm like, ooh, little PCP's making a comeback. Was when I just have my fucking little little. <laughs> yes, and you refer to your penis as little PCP, which I That's find right. endearing. Thank you, dear. Uh, you enjoy uh, the dust. Um, <laughs> yeah, the dust. I do I, not enjoy the dust. What's funny is if I had been doing this program for a while, and I'll go on record maybe now as saying it, but maybe I would have said that at some point. But yeah, I don't know when I, I said that. And I can't imagine, you know, well, PCP was never really, this. it had a moment, but it was never really one of the. It had know. a moment. I think of PCP as like every movie, there's a scene where someone's like going to jump off something. Yes. And they think yeah. they can fly. And then they're always like, they did the dust again. And everyone, <laughs> you know, I don't yeah, know if these yeah. are like made for TV movies. or They like are. They're some hell- like, yeah. 80s movies. Let me ask you this, Marv. Yes. D- have you ever, whether you think you uttered the phrase or not, have you ever 
felt like PCP was making a comeback. You heard it here first. PCP's <laughs> making a comeback. <laughs> okay, because I'm like down. I'm down to say this. I feel like this is a fun gamble. We should say that here and see if maybe putting it out there like um, we can manifest a comeback. Where did you go? You are turned away from the camera. You are digging through. I'm looking files. for a DVD. Never mind. Um, I have a DVD right. of yes, we're, we're, PCP. We can't say making a comeback. You just made me think of Helen Hunt jumping up. I, I got that. Uh, you know, that's made for TV what movie I'm thinking of. That is yes. probably the one. What yes. was that called? Like that's what I'm the Angels for my Dust. All right, D- don't digging don't. through my DVD collection. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. told you not to keep those DVDs, dear. Those dang DVD, those druggy DVDs. Um, I don't know if I've ever done PCB, but was, it's one of those drugs. Okay, it's one of those drugs where wh- whenever I do a drug and I like feel a little differently than I thought I would. You know, like if you smoke weed and you feel like a little bit crazy for a minute, I'm always sure. like, there's PCB in it. <laughs> I constantly yes. think everything I'm consuming is laced with PCP, but I've never straight up been like, Who's got the PCP tonight? Yes. Well, I think so. It's one of those drugs. This is what we always used to have fun. Those of us who, you know, were open to, to consume all sorts of drugs. You knew the is kind of parties. Is it real? Is, ooh, is this real? Is this, is this, uh, is PCP a psyop? Uh, or like, is, is it, it just a name for any time somebody like can't handle their drugs or loses their mind on drugs? Yes. it be. And then it, it manifested through, yes, through, through people being like, oh, that, they were just on PCP was 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 kind of just a euphemism for uh, they just got too fucked up on whatever it was they were doing. And then all of a sudden right. this became a drug onto itself. Um, and now well, I'll we tell you, call it Salvia. I'll tell you. Well, see, that was what I was about to say is that there have there, there have now been a lot of chemically uh, a lot of funky chemicals out there, uh, because when I was when I was young, I definitely had PCP uh, maybe two or three times for, for real. What I was certainly believe like was. somebody was like, hey, man, here's some PCP. Yeah, and you're like, fucking, cool. Yep. Thanks for yeah, the PCP. All right. Yes. Um, yes. I, I spoke like a narc. <laughs> I, I was just straight up. Narc. Thank you for the for the PCP. Um, I cannot yeah. wait to do this drug. Uh, yeah, no, it, uh, I did a couple times, but I also, what was told I was getting PCP and in fact, like embalming fluid was, it was a move that people used to do. I actually was just talking about, uh, spoiler oh, for future episode, Sebastian, uh, Canelli's going to be on a super, uh, future episode. We talked a little bit about the embalming fluid, uh, and you smoke that and what that's like fuck? a terrible, yeah, no, that's like, it's just, I forget the name of the actual chemical, but it's, you, you, you know, it just gives you, can we. Embalming fluid. This is a fluid they like put a dead body in. That's right. It's like fr- like and formaldehyde like, with something. And you're not huffing it. You're smoking it. You're de- like people would be dousing. Like you would soak weed in it, and people would like smoke it. And it was oh okay okay. I it just gives you. It's get, like huffing like, almost. Like but but worse. But much 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 worse. And and it really right takes because you're you to igniting a bad place. it. Yes. Yeah, that's bad. It takes you to a bad place. Uh, um. So yeah, it you're takes just you to the. the the undertaker to the tomb cavern. takes you to the tombs baby uh yes uh it, no it's bad it's bad business but pcp again it's all got to be you know what you're getting as well uh that's it that's such a huge that is the number one thing i would say by far not even close for drugs and it's so funny that we both accept that and we still talk about drug use as if that's not the at the core and like what else what the other consumption issue. would we it's do where issue. you didn't literally know what it was you were definitely doing people go oh i had a bad time on this or i did that i'm like you can't even ever accurately judge shit when you don't even know what the fuck it is you're, you're getting well that's like oh i walked in somewhere and asked for food and they like yes handed me this and i didn't know what it was you'd be like that was a terrible dining experience like, that was awful it's I true with ate, everything else yeah just ate embalming fluid um at that Wendy's. It's funny that you managed to make PCP seem like charming after being like, there's also embalming fluid. Which is not, no, no, I no, feel no. like a schoolgirl. I'm like learning about new drugs. Lover, will you do PCP with me if we can get some actual uh, PCP when it does make the comeback that I'm, that I'm positive it's going to make? Lover, no. Oh, all right. Fair enough. We're old. We're old for PCP. Um, but... But if I don't have embalming fluid at my 50th, I'm going to shit a brick. <laughs> I, will, I will mark that down. Mm. 
Okay, so we'll see if it makes a comeback. You can have me on and like, let's say like, have me back on your 69th episode. <laughs> nice. And we'll, t- we'll, we'll put some feelers out and see if PCP has in fact made a comeback. I love it. Um, we'll check back at 69 for PCP. Uh, and in the meantime, I think it's, uh, you know, we've gotten to know a lot about uh, a little here today. Uh, <laughs> but now we, uh, we're going to get to know, pardon, we're going to get to know oh my God. the absolute love of my life, the most incredible human being on this planet. We're going to get to know a little bit more about you inside Ooh. the user's studio. We end our podcast session with the weekly dose version of the questionnaire that was used masterfully for 24 years by the great James Lipton inside the actor's studio. Mm. And the first question is, Diana Kolsky, what is your favorite drug? Coffee. Cafe. I'm old. Cousin of cacao or cocoa, the cocaine cousin of cocaine. Oh, interesting. Distant cousin to cocaine. Coffee. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. <laughs> they called me distant cousin of cocaine. <laughs> uh, better than being a, a second cousin of PCP, I suppose. What is your least favorite drug? Um, Least favorite drug. Mm-hmm. Bad ecstasy. Specifically bad X, bad, MDMA, Molly. Those little candy flippers, they'll get you. What age were you the first time you found yourself under the influence? I don't know, 11? 11. What celebrity's overdose death has had the most profound effect on you? Hmm. Uh... Maybe China? China, WWF superstar. China, left us too soon, a legend of the sport. China with a Y, why did you die? And some poetry. <laughs> Delight. What's your favorite slang word for cannabis? I guess I'd have to go with Satan's Earl Grey. <laughs> oh, Now that's what I call spilling tea. (laughs) (laughs) Are the is there glass? Is there glass in those glasses? My spectacles are glassless. These are glassless spectacles. Very cool. uh, So as not to be, uh, you know, uh, seduced into crushing up uh, lines of cocaine and snorting it off of the off of the glass. Checks out. Uh, what drug would you like to deal for a living? Um, what drug would I like to deal? Mm, I think I would deal weed, but I would like do it from a tree. Oh, we got a little Earl Grey special today. And uh, <laughs> what drug would you absolutely not like to deal under any circumstance? I think fentanyl because people are dying and that's bad for business. And I don't mean to make light of that. Like, that's actually scary. We must make light in the darkness. Therefore, we will be lost to the shadows. Is that a Giuliani quote? That is a, that is a Rudolph Giuliani quote. I think I recognize that post 9-11. That yeah. was in the moments after 9-11 as he was... Uh, directing the camera crews to follow him through the streets of New York, looking for the you know the gold bullion that had melted underneath the city, he said that brilliant quote. Uh, and Beautiful. Know, he's disappointed us ever since. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear China say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um. Hey, D. Uh. PCP is making a comeback. <laughs> China, we knew it would be true. I'll party with you in heaven with a little angel dust. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody survives the window jump in heaven. That's right. Uh, tears in heaven indeed. Yikes. <laughs> Diana Kolsky, these are your drug users. 
Love her. Well, that was really fun at the end Love there. Her. So much and fun. And the other parts, too. Thank you. Uh, thank you to everyone involved in that. Uh, thanks for Our people sponsors, for calling Our sponsors, hymns. Hymns. Uh, Earl Grey Tea, just in general. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you to Danny Girl. Elfman for all the memories. Uh, we'll just never believe you. Um, just never believe another word that comes out of your mouth, Danny Elfman. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anything else? Any? Your music is alive. Your music has led me to believe that you were under the influence. <laughs> what a lover. What, what else? What else do you want to, you want to jazz about anything? You want to talk about anything? Uh, getting ready to wrap up here. Well, you mentioned it briefly, but I do make a zine with some of the greats and it's a uh, chock full of comedy and art and kind of deals with, um, you know, the slow death march of capitalism into hell. Uh, but it's fun. I didn't make it's that vi- sound as yeah. fun as it is. <laughs> no, it sounded like a post-apocalyptic uh, no- nightmare novel that they would, you know, turn into a Netflix series. No, no, this is, right. a, this is a comedy zine. It's and, a comedy uh, zine. Dark comedy. Uh, it's functionallydead.com. Uh, or check us out at, at funkdead on Twitter and Instagram. And I've been having a lot of fun with that the last few years. Um, make it with some great comedians on both coasts and one in started, the middle. Started and a little bit in the, little in the middle. It started uh, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. And I will say that, you know, it, they were wild times and they needed, uh, you know, a very sharp, uh, funny takes and, and, and uh, some, of, some of the best uh funny legitimately uh left uh you know t- uh, take no prisoners making fun of all of it just great great stuff great artwork great uh great pieces so yeah oh thank I love you Funk Dead. yeah uh, yeah that comes out every month so i think that's my biggest project right now and i just really appreciate you having me on the program oh i love you so much i appreciate you getting into the closet i love you it was a great program too good job lover hey thanks la thanks la we're doing i know it. you're producing it. yourself i'm impressed everything that moved and made noise and it was good yeah the things were moving and making noise did i wander off uh, you know camera for a dvd at one point sure you know but that's when you yeah you have were a rifling through some old dvds it's gonna happen <laughs> all right la thank you again bye This has been The Maiden Voyage, uh, and thanks everyone for tuning in for your weekly dose. Self-Medicated Weekly Dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday. Just look for the Murph Meyer is self-medicated feed wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the self-medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.